my watch. I said what I said. Not on my watch. I'll crush you so badly, you'll regret the rest of your life. Who the hell are you? That's for PC people, I'm not PC. The thing is, if you come to me, you're just gonna get gathered. Because no, I'm not having it, John. Adam or whoever the hell you are. Coming up today on The Gathering Podcast. Not um, only was she not given sanitary towels, she was actually... Yeah, she came she pants. Came the pants. Judge, the judge she was, was wearing no trousers, The judge nothing. in the court was speechless. Livid. The judge was trying to tell the girl to just sue, but yeah. she couldn't say sue them, but she yeah. was basically saying, you know what you got to do. And like, you know the police department actually came for the judge for that. Huh? They came for the judge after that. Did they? Yeah, they did. They did. That a girl was bleeding for three yeah. days. Yeah. Who cares what the fuck white people think and how white people view us? I think we need to get our minds out of that. No, I mean, we should care about how. No, he's wrong. I'm not trying to justify him. I'm not exactly. That is the reason why he's probably justifying the lighter one. But then at the same time, you think it's not that he sees that the lighter one has more privilege within the black community because outside of the black community, there's no such thing as light skin privilege. Hi guys, and welcome back to episode 14 of the Gavrin Gavrin Pod. Hey, hey. Hey, Shay's here today. Of course, I'm, I'm here every day. Come on, let's get this herself. energy up. Of course, because I'm hungover. I know. Okay, one one half of the Gavrin is hungover. One half of the Gavrin is paralytic. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I was paralytic in my... I couldn't move at one point. I was sweating in my bed. Yeah, I know. I remember. I remember. It wasn't too many hours ago. Oh god, how are you feeling now? One is one is drinking red wine. Exactly. So you see, you see why you can't sympathise with certain people. Imagine <laughs> I start sweating at my desk tomorrow when I'm at work <laughs> in front of said boo. Oh god, oh god, the boo is starting to have a warm. Oh gosh. So, so today, what are we doing today? How was your week, firstly? Yeah, of course. Let's get the. Let's I get don't remember the... how my week was because I was drunk last night. So that wiped out your whole memory of the last fucking. How yeah. Many hours, uh, hello. How many hours ago? It has because I can't remember what happened during the week. She just put her her, her wine glass down very heavily, and that's why I said hello. Um, I got my um, hair done yesterday. Oh yeah, and it does. It, it's slaying. It's slaying. I'm as someone that can actually see it firsthand. I know you guys can't see it, but it does look really good. Do you know what in the hair salon? Yes. Yeah, so side note. This um this obviously because it's attached to her barbers. Mm-hmm. So there's this black guy. He always comes in with his mixed race daughter, mm-hmm. but he never shows the black one. So my hair. What do you mean he never shows the black one? He never brings her. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't care for the black woman or he or or her um or he or how do you how do you guys know this? But it's the it's the hair salon, the barber shop. It's the but how do you know that the black mother doesn't do the child's hair at home and then no, the white mother no, doesn't no, have he, to do he, the hair? No, no, no. He didn't bring the child through their hair. He's getting his hair cut and he brings the child. Oh, so, okay. So um, maybe sat she's down like there. spending time with her. No, 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 no. The barbers know. Barbers are gossips as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. They know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they are. So he doesn't fuck with, with his baby mum or that she doesn't. He does. He neglects the child. Um, oh, he won't take no. her out. He only see her indoors. But the mixed race one, he parades everywhere and See the my hairdresser had enough so she went over there and she was like do you know what at the end of the day when it comes down to it in front of white people you're, both of them are still monkeys <gasps> and I was just like oh Whoa. my god oh my god Damn. and she was like no I have to keep it real because you what you think because this is the light and the prettier one and you you want to take them out of she, she, she was like do you think white oh. people see do you think white people see light skin the way black people see light skin do you, do you think that 
And I was just like, ooh. I don't know. I'm, she, I mean, she him. went in. She gathered him. But then I'm kind of conflicted because I feel like at the same time, who cares what the fuck white people think and how white people view us? I think we need to get our minds out of that. No, I mean, we should care about how. We, no, he's wrong. I'm not trying to justify child. him. I'm not exactly. That is the reason why it's probably justifying the lighter one. But then at the same time, you think it's not that he sees that the lighter one has more privilege within the black community because outside of the black community, there's no such thing as light skin privilege. What's sad is that he was actually in a relationship with the with the um, black woman and the, and this mixed race child was actually a mistake. Oh, yeah. Wow. The, and the he woman won't... wanted a baby, so she trapped him. I have no words. Exactly. I have no words. That's, that's that with Barbershop Chronicles. Stories. What I'm not going to have is my Sunday ruined by this stupid colorist. That's what I'm not going to have. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going to have my, my, my Sunday ruined by this even, stupid Even when the barber's idiot. cutting his hair, the barber hates him. The barber's cutting his hair, you can just tell. I him. hope he fucks up his lineup. He just, he That's just, what he I just wants him in and out of the chair, like, because the barber's not even here for it. Yeah, let him fuck up his <laughs> lineup. He's not even man. here for it. He's just think, he's, he's thinking that he's like, Tim, you've got to take care of all your kids. No one has time for Regardless a Regardless of what's colorist. going on with the baby mum, he said, you've got to take care of all exactly. your kids. No, man, that's wrong. But yeah, so um, outside of that, how was the rest of. Um, well, you can't remember the rest of the I week, can you? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just go from yesterday. So I guess yesterday was a good... Did you have a good night? Did yeah, anything yes. go down? Oh, I'm, I can't be bothered with anything. Let me just say something to these <laughs> clout people. These clout guys. First of all, yeah, the fact that you've got clout... She fell for it. The, the, fact, the fact that you've got clout does not make you good looking. You can have all the clout you want. Your face is still... Male and con- female, by the Your way. face <laughs> is still constructed like a fucking struggle. <laughs> I don't care. And my thing is... Why, that, why, why would you say such a thing? What happened? Well, there was this one clout loser. <laughs> and I didn't recognise him. But obviously, he, he's um, a young Denzel Washington in his, in his head. Excuse and me. even my other Excuse friend, because my friend doesn't even have any social media. She didn't know who the hell he was. The only one friend knew who he was and was like... Aah! And I was just like... Me okay. personally, I wouldn't have known who he was. He then proceeded to tell me that he's, he's getting paid to be at the event. You're not going to, yeah. I'm Your 200 pound fee doesn't matter. No, I'm actually going to DM the person that ran the event just to ask him if he paid this person. He will definitely say a no. A 200 pound fee to, it's not going to rattle. He, he wasn't even hosting on nothing. They there had they go. had DJs there. It was, it was a club night. You didn't even host. You weren't, goodbye, on the, you weren't on the flyer. If you really weren't on the flyer, sometimes they put these clap people on the flyer. You had nothing. You were a guest. You were definitely a guest at this event. You were, you were a guest. And you probably paid to get in. Or you probably got in for free, or that that the most that they did for you was get you in for free. I didn't see you on any table, oh, like God. so you were just there. You were just there. I think you tried to use it as leverage to probably reach over you. Anyway, prick. Are you gonna ask me how my week was? She no, never, no, never asked you just me. Just gaslighted me. She, of course, I did. And then, and then he proceeded to tell me that I need a good fuck. Oh Lord. From, <laughs> from you, from you, looking see like what that. I have to put up with. Gosh, you can never get my vagina wet. <laughs> the thing is, I, I feel like your vagina will be just as dry as his face. <laughs> Encountering him, his face is dry as fuck. That even on YouTube, unshared buttons, yeah. sponge head top, yeah, no cream in it. Nasty. No, people need to stop. And head. this is just a, a PSA. You might have a high top and it might look good, but you need to cream that shit. Because what I cannot stand is a dry ass high top and a dry ass beard. Cream that shit. Okay, thank you. And there was Moving one other on. loser there who tried to give me a dirty look. After you had your event and I wanted to come and you dropped the tickets at my house. Mm-hmm. Carry on giving me dirty look, you oh. five foot five bastard. The thing is, what we're not going to do is just expose and not name and shame. Can we get some names? No, I'm not naming them. Really? No. You're not going to name them? No, because I'll probably still Okay, so we can move on then. I'm, I'm not probably, he's probably going to drop free tickets to his next event. <laughs> his next Girl, event. what we don't do over here is dragging that name. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm anyway, anyway. He'll be dropping tickets to his next event. <laughs> anyway... 
Um, seeing as Re never asks me how my week is, you I always have like to me. say. I was I know I did. Um, I always have to say. <laughs> I always have to say how my week went. Mm-hmm. My week was okay. Still prepping for um for leaving the country. I'm like super excited. I'm gonna be leaving soon. I don't want to say when because we've already had a discussion about not telling haters when you're leaving the country so they don't pray that your plane crashes or some dirty shit like that. Bob Risky right? Stuff. We've learned from what happened to Bob Risky, so we don't say Our no. Our parents haven't been nothing. Exactly. I wish we'd have taken note, right? <laughs> So my week was um <laughs> my week was pretty good. I'm just like excited <laughs> about leaving. <laughs> anyway, what the hell are we talking about today? Today What are we going into first, should I say? We are going into the dating scene. Okay. In this fuck off London. Can I just say I met this girl in a smoking area yesterday and she was thirty one years old and she said that she said, I am not fucking with any black man in London. She was she said the same things that we say all the time that the dating pool in America is so much better than yeah. the dating pool in, in London. They I love really their do black think woman. It is, yeah. And she was like, Yeah, I'm kind she's like, I'm coming. Especially in the South from what people say. Especially in the South. You have all black areas. That's it. You have you have elite black men there. That's it, exactly. That's it. So I came across this tweet. Um, from yesterday, I'm just trying to get it up now. Is that from one of our faves, yeah, from one of our faves. Shout out to um, Hannah, Hannah on the TL. She's so funny, like she literally just doesn't. Hannah is a one woman army. Like she, she literally she, is. She, she's always fighting. Like, I, I, I turn, I turn, I turn left. And Hannah shouting at the right. Hannah shouting at the back. Exactly. Hannah's just like dragging <laughs> people and their mothers. Front, left, right, side, everything. Like she, she, honestly, you have to give her her respect for that. Hannah drags people's mothers on the TL. I know. I'm you know what? She me. goes to places that I. I'm dra- I no, she, well, her really thing is, I'm going to drag the person who raised you. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's where she comes from. So anyway, I'm going to read out this tweet. It's super, it's like a, it's a thread. It's super long, but just stay with me, right? Bear with us. Bear with us. So it's by at music Taryn. Um, music, music is spelled normal way. And the other part is T-A-R, T-A-R, T, you know, shit. T-A-R-Y-N. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, beautiful black girl. Um, or mixed race, I don't know what she is. So she starts with was having a discussion in class about a black woman about black women marrying down. This girl was talking about how black women don't get to marry black men who are on their level or as educated. So this black man sitting next to her said, Would you go on a date with me? Question mark. I'm about to graduate with an engineering degree. Mm-hmm. The black girl looked up, looked at him up and down and said no because you're not my type and then the discussion took a turn from there so he goes why not i'm black i'm educated and i'm in a great career field i cook and then she put in brackets he cooked for class before and it was bomb i know how to treat women so why not <sighs> she goes <laughs> you're not what i'm looking for and what i get from and i think she meant to say from what i gathered but she said, and what I gathered from um, from that is that she was focused on his looks and appearance. This wasn't the first time I've noticed this behavior. It's not that black women don't know or don't meet black men on their level. It's that when they do, their, unre- their, their unrealistic expectations of what a man should be outweighs their initial standard. You complain about not being not meeting black men on your level. Sorry, I've struggled to retweets a lot of the time. You complain about not meeting black men on your level and want a black man, but she said men, who is educated. 
but you want him to be educated and chivalrous and spoil you and you want him to cook and you want to look cute next to him and you want him to look perfect and you want to show him off dot 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 so you don't just want an educated black man you want an educated black man and a lot more you should and you should but don't complain when you do meet educated black men god her her use between men and man is just fucked up anyway black men she said man and because of some unrealistic or shallow standard you won't give him a chance all in all the whole class felt felt like what she said negated her entire argument and we all agreed that she was shallow and that it's not always that you can't meet educated black men it's that you won't give them a chance the end side note the guy wasn't ugly he was like all right cute I personally would date him. That's you, darling. And he dresses nice, always a gentleman when we speak. So I guess she's added on tweets as people have started to drag her. So um, what's your take on that? My take on that is that if I'm not attracted to someone, if my eyes, if my eyes are not attracted to the person, mm-hmm. don't be, I, I don't care about your accolades. Yeah. Like the, the first thing you see someone, when you naturally meet someone, the first thing you're attracted to them and it's nothing to be in shallow. You're always attracted to how they look. Yeah. What leads a guy or girl to talk to each other in public yeah. is they is their physical it's attraction. Physical, yeah. And people are always gonna go, but well, that's shallow. No, 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 no. We all do shallow. it. We, we all, all talk it. to someone based on how they look. And my thing is, is that there are enough good-looking, educated black men yeah. with jobs, or at least someone who you find attractive. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I think you ha- you even had to look at the animal kingdom. Just if, if you see like, let's say lions during a um, mating season, a lion won't, a, a, a lion won't go just for any lioness. He's going to go for the lioness that looks the best to him. And so if it happens even with species who aren't as mentally um, advanced as human beings, you think it won't happen with human beings as well? Of course it's going to happen. Exactly. It's like people can choose let's stop acting like black women are in this space where they're not given the permission to choose what they want to choose and that's what i'm saying like just because he's educated just because he has a good job just because he's he dresses well just because he's good looking to somebody else doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be good looking to me there has to be an attraction there basically and i feel like no one given. says that to white women he's ba- they're basically saying take what you're given you're getting basically given don't complain now because you now you've gotten you, what you apparently want. You've got something there and you're not allowed to have a choice. You're not allowed to have your own standards when it comes to black men. You take what you're given and mm-hmm. if you don't want that, then you stay single. That's what, that's basically what I got basically, from that. Basically, yeah. That's that's what I got from it. And the fact that they were the whole class was able to turn against her just because... You see how... You notice how she tried to justify the whole tweet by saying, oh no, but he's cute-ish and I would date him. But that's you, sis. You find him physically attractive. It doesn't mean that the other girl has to find him physically attractive just because he's an engineer, an engineering student and he's about to graduate and he's in a good field and he's going to make a lot of money. Why would that make it seem as though somehow you have to be attracted to him? If you're not attracted to someone, you're not attracted to them. You're not attracted to them. And it's that's that, that simple. Oh. Do you know how many... Look at me. I'm single. Guess what? On pay, I could sit around and by her argument, I could sit around and say, well, I'm a decent looking woman. I'm educated. I'm in a good field. I've got the potential in the future to earn a good amount of money and live a good life. So that means that every single guy who's saying that he's looking for an educated, smart black woman should be with me. Of course not. 
it doesn't make sense. People, they have to be attracted to me. If I'm not their type, then I can't sit here and be like, I can't penalize them and be like, you see, you see, he's out here saying he wants an educated black woman that's ambitious and da da da, but he doesn't want me though. Yeah, he doesn't want me because he's not attracted to me. I feel like let's stop imposing these standards on black women. Let's just stop that. This is it. I feel, I remember I, I always say I had this conversation with my friend and she showed me her man and I, I don't know why she was showing me her man. I just said, I just said he's not my type. And then, and then she said, oh, that's why you're single. And I was like, if I wanted a man that looked like that, I, I would him. be married in go. a mansion. He is not my type. <laughs> I don't I don't find him attractive. But I'm happy for the two of you. He's he's not he's my type. Your type. Yeah. That's your type. Be happy yeah. with your type. But don't expect yeah. your type to be my type. Just because you're that's what you're into. I'm not into that. I'm not exactly. into he's ten meter high top head top. Like I'm not into all <laughs> of, I'm not into that. I just think off the back of it, he's but he's an amazing he's an amazing top. guy, but we just have we just have we just all have different tastes and that's okay and that's fine Gosh. it's not a bad thing like i hate this notion that it's and uh, one thing i've noticed that it's only ever black women that get attacked for having a type like for instance a black man can sit there and say i want a woman with a big ass i want a woman that's like this that that's my type i love that yeah yeah, yeah. The minute that a, a black woman can turn around and say, oh, you know God, what? I want to be with a black man that's wealthy and educated. Oh my God. Watch every enough. broke nigga jump outside of themselves and start attacking this woman and saying this, this and that. And you did this and you did that and don't do this. and do-. Oh my God. It's like black women are not allowed to have a type. Yeah, they're not allowed to have a type preference. And it's just like, oh, but you say you like black men though. Yeah, just not you. Exactly. What, just because, and you know what, the other thing is that I think this same argument is exactly why the whole Russell Wilson and Sierra thing has gotten to the place that it's gotten to because people are now, they, they impose that type thing so much on people to the point where they're just like, there's no way that Sierra could have been attracted to Future and also be attract, attracted to Russell Wilson. Why not? Why not? Because you guys have a standard for black women and say that, well, you need to be attracted to the thug with 10 million baby mummies, <laughs> baby mamas and he's a rapper and he takes lean and all that shit. That's what you should be attracted to. That's what you should like. But the minute that you want to get with what people deem as a square and a simp and a beta male, like the dragging that Sierra has gotten... It's from pure jealousy. It's pure jealousy. What it is is that men don't want to see... Let me, let me even say this. A lot of men, not all men... Some men hate to see a woman get herself together, rise up from the dust and do better. Cause you know why? The men, you have to be very careful for, and I'm, this is a PSA for all the women out there. Any man that was against Sierra getting with Russell Wilson, you, you better keep away from him. And I'll tell you why. Keep away from him because men that will see a situation like that and think of that in any negative way whatsoever are the kind of men that want to actually do you harm. They're the kind of men that want to see women down. They don't want to see a woman rise above a man. And that's why they're so offended that Sierra was able... Meanwhile, they're forgetting the fact that Sierra was in the game longer than Future. She came in the game before him and she was worth more than him. But they do not want to see a woman rise above a man. Be very careful of a man that is against that kind of thing. They're all mad, you ask me. They're all mad. Look at our parents. They had high standards. Look at the man that my mum married. She had high standards. She had high standards. So, what, so why are we now in this generation where it's like we're penalizing black women for having high standards for themselves? And it, it goes beyond just someone being an engineer and they're this and they're that and they're so great on paper. You know that an engineer could be an abuser. 
Do you know that an engineer can can be a woman beater? Like, let's stop idolizing all these different things and look at people as individuals. If she was not attracted to the, to the guy as an individual, let the fucking shit go. My type is my type. I don't think I, we should have to justify our type mm. to anybody. Like, my type is my type. I remember yesterday I was talking to a guy. He wanted my number. I asked him the questions up front because there's no the boy giving me your number. Um, do you do you have any kids? He said, yeah, I've got two. I was like, no, you're not getting my number. And he he, he proceeded to corner me and be like, no, 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 it's not it's not up for discussion. And I remember my friend because <laughs> because my said friend was there who were always who was the one that we're always going back and forth with, with the kids debate. She went up to me. She said, listen. She was like, it's non-debatable. Mm-hmm. She's not going to mm-hmm. give you her number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and he, but, but what? I just don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to a guy who's got two kids. Yeah, one kid, let alone two kids. There I don't want to. It's my preference. I don't want to. You've got two separate baby mothers. Yeah. Go and make the relationship work with one of them. Yeah. Seriously. Or find <laughs> I somebody be, else. I don't want to be a third. But how many how many times do you see men being dragged for saying that I don't date women with children? How often do you see that? Personally, I've never seen a man be dragged for not. I've seen women be dragged on numerous social like I, social I media I don't want to and be forums. Some, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna um, be a stepmother. I don't want to help. So, I don't want here. to raise someone else's child. I don't want to do that whole blended 100%. family nonsense. I don't yeah. want to do it, and it's my choice. I don't want to be in the situation. If it happens, and I find happiness with somebody that has one child, because it's only going to be two. If I find happiness with someone that has one child, and we're able to actually co-parent, and the situation is conducive for that for that child and for all of us adults that are involved, then so be it. But my first choice and my first preference is not to be someone with a, with a child. Remember, um, the reunion, um, Real Housewives of Potomac, when um, Candice basically Andy called Candice out and was just like, asked her husband Chris, well, her now husband at the time, fiance, how did you feel when you heard her talk about? saying that she felt like she downgraded being with a guy that had children. And he 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 was like, she didn't mean it like that. And he understood where she was coming from. And I appreciated that he understood where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that it should never even been a question in the first place. She was well within her right to say what she said, which was that, listen, I didn't, I didn't see myself being with a man that has a 15-year-old child. I'm 20, some, I'm in my late 20s. He has a 15-year-old child that he hasn't even seen hasn't spoken to, doesn't have a relationship with, and then an ex-wife who he has two other children with, who we ha- who I now have to put myself in a situation where I'm co-parenting with. That's a lot to put on somebody. I don't do it. A young single woman with no commitments other than her looking after herself and building herself up to get with a man that's got three children, one he doesn't see, another one with an ex-wife, a divorcee. She's, she's not like that herself. So I feel like she was well within her rights to say what she said, but guess what? Someone took offense to it because... Oh, God forbid a black woman should have certain standards for herself, right? I don't want to do it. I just, I, I'm, and I'm not willing to um, discuss it with you. Yeah. Um, we don't have, we're not going to get into it. It's a no. I don't want to do it. And that's, that's it. that. I just, stop, stop going back and forth with me. You, you are not getting my number. You would not you getting my there's, number. My thing is this. There's plenty of women out there that do want to do it. It shouldn't even have to be an issue. No one should have to be demonized for saying that they don't want to date somebody that has children. No one should have to be demonized. There are so many women out there who are willing. Look at Sierra. Sierra is a, was a flipping, well, is a, she's a star. She's got money. She's beautiful. She's stunning. She's got everything going for her. And she still went to go and get with a man that had four different women, four different, four children with four different women. So look at that. There are still women out there who are of a high caliber who are willing to do it. So please don't drag other women who don't want to do it. It's not, it's our prerogative. 
if we don't want to do it. I don't want to raise somebody else's child. I don't want to have to bargain with another woman pertaining to what I do with their child. I don't want to do that. It's too messy for me. I'm, I have my own style of how I like to do things and I can't impose that on somebody else when it's not my child. And then I have to start bargaining with somebody because I love this man. I don't want to do that. It's a no for me. I think we should, we, when women start stating their preferences, like I see it on Twitter a lot, like the minute girls start talking about they want a tall guy, you see, you see all the short guys and the issues come out of yep. the woodworks. And I say it all the time, I need a tall guy, I need a guy that's six foot above. Mm-hmm. And then I love it when guys are like, whoa, how tall are you though? I'm five seven, what now? <laughs> like, what now? Literally. I, I feel like they want to be like, oh, I bet you're, no, no, what, what now? I'm not sure. I'm tall, I'm tall. We're both tall for females. So for me, I feel like as tall females, it's only within, we're well within our rights to want to be It's always the to short guys that men. have the problems. You can have your problem. My thing is that you should have a problem if it's a short female saying she doesn't want to date you. That's who you need to be targeting. Don't target someone that's tall who doesn't want to date you. It's, it's it's literally not your problem. Like, just stop stop picking fights. I can't deal. Towering over you in heels. Exactly. But it just leads into the whole fact that the current dating climate is a mess, especially for black women. Because I feel like other people set our standards low and anytime we try and do better for ourselves, a lot of people come out and they act offended. Like, I don't, di- I don't date guys who are round. I don't date chubbier guys. I don't have a problem with chubbier guys. I don't drag chubbier guys. That's not my style. But I just don't date guys who have a fuller figure. It's not my thing. And I don't feel like I should get dragged in any kind of way for not wanting to date a guy with a fuller figure. I shouldn't. I, I, I'm just not attracted to them. What am I supposed to... What, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? I'm like, not literally. attracted to a lot of things. So you have to be... The thing about it is that I don't Everybody have a Everybody is attracted to a lot of things. Facial-wise, if, if you're tall... And your dark skin, um, bed or no bed is fine. And you've, you've got a slim build. I, I haven't got a facial type. I, if I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted Same. to you. I'm attracted to you. I'm um, but to you. yeah, it's I, true. I wouldn't do the bigger guys. I just know because I'm, I'm no, I couldn't, I couldn't manage one. Yeah. And they get offended. People get offended. People just need to. St- um, the fact that I don't go around getting offended at the fact that I'm not anybody's type this person's type, that person's type. It just leads me into the fact that I don't feel anyone should be offended if black women say that they're not, this person isn't my type, that person isn't my type. Like, I've, I remember that I was in Italy in April and um, me and my friend were walking through um, Duomo, like the, the main like district where all the designer stores are and stuff. And it was like our first night there. And there was this man and he was like really tall. He was like quite broad he wasn't big but he was really broad i mean he kind of looked like sylvester stallone if i'm really like telling it how it is and i remember like as we were walking we were just getting there's not a lot of black women in um in milan and we were just getting all these stares and everyone turning around and who were they and who were they (laughs) and and that's it and it it was actually like just evening it was about five coming up six o'clock and i remember like this man was with this younger guy i think it might have been his son and oh my gosh the 360 like up to now me and my friends still joke about it because the 360 that he did he like turned around and he was just like whoa because he obviously they don't see a lot of black women and maybe he hadn't seen a black woman that looked like me so he was just like wow well, like i haven't seen black women, women that look like that exactly <laughs> well i don't exactly right they see black women but i didn't even see any in milan but um yeah so he did that and i remember thinking I looked at him like, okay, hello. 
he's not my type. Like, he's an old, much older Italian man, but he looked a certain kind of way. He was wearing some nice leathers. He looked really clean shaven. He looked really nice. And I remember thinking, like, you just don't know what your type might be at any given moment. Now, if I was to now run around on the street saying, well, all these Italian men were moving to me while I was in Italy and whatnot, see me get dragged. I did get dragged, actually. I did get dragged. Because I said it, at, I can't remember when I said it. I said it at some point and oh my gosh, people started jumping on me. Oh no, they probably thought you were a prostitute. Did not? They didn't even know how I looked, what I was wearing, how I dressed, nothing. They probably thought you were a prostitute. This, it was so ridiculous, the backlash that I got from saying that this Italian, all these Italian men, and particularly that Italian man who I was attracted to, were looking at me. And it's just like, it's. I feel like the standards have been set so low for black women it's true. And we're forced to live inside this box that I personally have never had to live inside. I have had men of all races approach me, white, Asian, black, whatever. I don't go around the streets publicizing that or oh, all these men have approached me. And, just, and I'm sure a lot of black women have had that as well. But it's just like, when we talk about who's attracted to us, all of a sudden, nah, never, it could never be that. They must've thought you were a prostitute. Imagine that for some, for another black woman, and I'm, it was actually another black woman that said that to me. It must have been that he thought you were a prostitute. That's why he was looking at you like that. When we were in Italy, I was in, we, went to, we went to a nice restaurant with my mum, and people were looking at us. My mum was like, "Yeah, they probably think these two prostitutes payday today." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, they probably think you've just been paid." <laughs> Meanwhile, you don't even look like prostitutes. Meanwhile, you're dressed I'm with well. My mom, you know? There you go. You're with an oh, older woman. It's obviously your mother. The that was my madame. There. <laughs> No, my mom, we were ordering, my mom ordered another round of prawns. And, what part of Italy was this? Um, where were we at that time? I think we were in Naples, yeah, because okay. we went to the warehouses. And we travelled around, went to Rome as well. But um, there's a lot of black people in Rome, to be fair. Mm. But um, there was a lot of prostitutes on the corners that night. Yeah, you see, Milan is not like that. Milan's very different. You don't, you definitely, I think out of the whole time we were in Milan, we probably saw about four to five black other black women they're just they're, and there's not really high levels of prostitution well from what we saw we were in the, the central street, in the back they must have been in the back streets and we weren't there and in my mind i was just like i doubt to god that the prostitutes look like me and my friend i don't know but you know no you could tell we could tell they're prostitutes Remember, there me you and my go you can always tell a prostitute. my mom was like they slap you i won't help you oh we love mother Ree. <laughs> no, i was just staring at them because they're just there in their like string vests with like their nipples and oh yeah oh, it's gosh, a whole gosh. different city i don't think i want to go to anywhere else in italy again other than milan was amazing it's i loved it gosh. but anyway um yeah i think it's just we've gotten to a place now where i'm i wish people would have higher standards for black women that the higher the, just view we have high standards for ourselves stop imposing low standards on us and i'm not saying that that man had was a low standard of course not engineering is a very good field to be in it you get you get paid very well very respectable profession but that does not necessarily mean that would equal you wanting to be with somebody just because they're an engineer you know what i mean like if you're not yeah. physically attracted to someone, you can't impose that. Because you black men, you don't waste time. If you're not physically attracted to a female, you don't waste time in saying that you're not physically attracted. She even handled it even better than what a black man would have. Flip that shit on his head and hear what a black man, some black men would have said. If it was like, oh, I can't find a black man saying, I can't find a woman who I'm attracted to. 
and he was educated and da, 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 and then they showed him and, and then another female said well i'll go out with you and then he was like no trust and believe everyone would have respected it and moved on it's and no one would have had an issue type, you're just not his type stop babe being bitter. yeah stop being bitter you're not his type no i can't do my that. friend set me up on a date with this guy and i remember seeing his picture and i was like to my friend he looks quite big not big but like hench like yeah. muscle. i was like he's gonna be too big for me anyway so um she was like no 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 he's not he's not so anyway um, end up meeting up with him and he's ended up messaging her saying nah your friend's too slim for me I'll probably break her and she was like well she thought the same thing about you you thought you are too big there you go <laughs> there you left, go yeah left it at that left it at that, that. <laughs> and guess what I bet when he saw that he's too, he must have been like Ooh. I bet his chest would have felt tight he must have thought that I he must have he must have thought that I, I was so onto, onto him. him I was like nah, like, nah. I kept saying to him even when I saw his pictures Mm? No. Okay. Even when I saw his pictures, I was just like, nah, he looks he looks hench, but he's just mm, he's, too, <laughs> he's too he's gonna be too big. And my friend was like, no, he's not like that, he's not even that big. He was big, I hate her. He was so, <laughs> he wasn't fat, but he was just muscular. I yeah, don't like that type of muscle. You, yeah. I was like, oh god. I was like, little old me, oh god. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that my friend I'm, I'm glad that my friend shut him down. He, like, he was like, oh no, she, your friend's too slim for me. And then, and then she was like, no, no, no. She, she already said to me from the get that you were she's like, too she, big for her. She, she, she let she let him know that I said it, I told her first. So like, she know she she already said to me. I was like, like, good. I'm so happy you told him that. Don't, don't, don't ever think that you're the one. No. Oh my god, I'm fucking dying. Then I didn't right. even snap. <laughs> um, can I lead into this next point? Oh, go ahead. So, um. The clubbing scene because we spoke about it at the beginning of this pod i just want to talk about the clubbing scene right um i have been somebody i've stopped going out i stopped going out quite a while ago like that i just started going to bars with a nice where i went i started going down to the bar with the expensive cars be parked outside that's what i started to do where i could sit down mind my business have a sip of my drink get up and go home and literally live my best life I go out every now and again, and every single time I go out, it's nothing short of a disappointment. Not only is it a disappointment because, and it's it literally feeding into what we've just been talking about, it's not only just a disappointment because I don't get to um, enjoy myself, I, maybe I don't enjoy the music as much as I used to, I don't enjoy the atmosphere as much as I used to, but it's also that I don't enjoy this carefree attitude that we used to have amongst males and females on the clubbing scene back in the day in london i feel like it's changed so much and it's so problematic because it's like i want to go out see guys that i know and also see new guys and just have a really carefree kind of attitude and conversation with them something really cool and fun and nice i used to have that so much back in the day you meet people and you're talking to them and the conversation is flowing and it's fun and you're laughing and you're doing maybe i'm just getting older and you know i'm 28 next month so maybe it's just getting to a place that it's just different now i'm not going out anymore i, I went that's out why for the i first stopped time that's why i've stopped since may mm. and i was just like mm, nah um exactly i feel like on both sides girls Back in the day, you'd go out. When you were going out on a Saturday night, you'd dress up and like... So for me, when I see yeah. these girls just looking like that in the club... In Converse it's just so, and Vans and... It's so foreign to me. Yeah, for me and my same, son were just looking same. at each other like, we all came like... Dressed to the dress, night. Dressed up. We were ready to go and... Oh my God. 
these girls they don't want to dance they want to they, they, they want to watch you while you're dancing my thing is when, when my favourite Afro beat tunes I'm going to the middle to dance I don't yeah. care if the dance floor's empty they don't want to dance because they're probably wearing about 20 layers of makeup so they don't want to sweat all Stand of that shit off watch me all you want and you can see girls like looking at each other saying look at her now, why, why else did you pay to come here to stand around to stand around and look at the guys to stand around the, oh, the, the, the caliber of guys in the clubs are me and my <laughs> I brought a bottle just a bottle of Prosecco but I feel like the bar, there's no cues for the bars in bars in these places. People are not buying drinks for themselves. Oh, no, where did you go? Girls, we went to um, that Revs in the City. Okay. The girls where, where was the venue? Buying, like, um, what area? Uh, it was in um, the city, like... Um, EC. Yeah, EC. Okay. Um, um, near Liverpool Street. Okay. Um, the, the, the guys are not buying drinks for themselves. Everyone comes to the club broke. And that's when that's, and that's just it. <sighs> And, and literally that's it and I feel like I remember I was buying the bottle and I was paying for it and I remember I could look around when people watching me buy my drink yeah I can buy my own drink like literally but these but girls are sitting there thirsty they're not even putting their coats in the cloakroom like wow this whole, I, this whole holding your jacket thing you can't I, do that the best part of my night was in the smoking area when I met this American this girl who only will date guys from overseas because she was I like the, these London guys are just trash she was like I'm not here for them I'm not here for them. The guys think they have the right to your number. What age range are we talking about here this, in is, this club? This club, I also know the age range was quite old, actually. Cause I think, really? Yeah, I think it was a 25 and overs event. Oh, and my God. 25 and overs. Oh, my God. And, yeah, the majority That's of people so who I spoke to, the guys I spoke to were all in their 30s. Yeah. The girls were, like, from 28 to 30s. Um, yeah, so it was, it was quite a mature crowd, and that was just the sad thing about it. It's just that it's more so... I saw a guy in a t-shirt. The guy had. I, put, I said, this, I it said kind of reflects what did, we're did, dealing with. Did this guy right have now. a t-shirt on? A red any t-shirt. It wasn't that like even an. And it was just a t-shirt, like a t-shirt that um. Gary Preet would wear, mm-hmm. like that type of t-shirt, like mm. a t-shirt that he looked like he got it for free from somewhere. And I was looking around. Not not only are all the guys in the club five foot nothing. They're just. They're just. They. They've got no swag. It's just, it's just no a, game. A mess. I think that's what it, that's a sad part. No, as they well. can't no dress. Game. Half of them can't dress. They can't dress and they got no game. They don't even have shirt. to approach females. Just they don't know what want to say. Shirt. This is why you you can't find me in a club. But what's sad is that I would go to an over twenty fives rave. I would, and I've been I, to that, one. That's like, the lowest recently. age range I would go to. Yeah, I'm not gonna go to anything um, younger than that. I'm not sticking to over twenty eights now. Yeah, basically that's that what means you're I'm gonna only going out once every three months when they have the event. But even then, at the same time, you still. You know what? I'm I'm at a loss right now. The whole scene has just changed. Like you can't even what go out with your be. girl just to have a good just time. Just have a good time anymore. Yeah. Well, then my thing is okay. So you. I went to. I remember there was like maybe last year I went to Shaka Zulu and um, I was with my cousins and um, one of my female cousins and my all my other male cousins about three of them and me and her and I remember like we were on our table. My cousin was buying bottles. We had like. DP and um, Ciroc and Grey Goose and everything. Like, he just went crazy. He just bought all these bottles on the table. And I remember, like, there was a bunch of guys who were kind of, like, to the left... Sorry. Kind of, like, to the left of us. And um, it was so awkward because the guys were, like, looking over at the table, staring at the drinks, like, oh, right, let them lot of bottle poppers and da-da-da-da. And it wasn't even that. We were just having a good time. That's that's literally it. That's what I want to do when I go out. I don't want to go out unless someone's going to pop bottles. If I'm not going to pop no bottles like that, I'm, I'm really honest. I'm not, I don't have it like that. I'm not going to go and spend, because we spent, he spent, my cousin spent about 
almost a grand that night and it wasn't even that deep it was just a normal friday mm-hmm. night and i remember these young girls came in there was literally about 10 of them mm-hmm. they sat at the table behind us they bought one bottle of grey goose amongst the whole lot of them or Ciroc, i can't remember what it was amongst a whole lot of them probably and they the acted package. yeah it probably <laughs> did they acted so and they actually it was later on that my other cousin my female cousin she told me she was like oh they're these clout girls on on instagram oh and she showed God. me one of their instagrams and to me they're little babies so i i couldn't even like thingy them like that they did try it at one point and i had to pop off one of them <laughs> tried to do yeah one of them tried to say just try to be sly like what you're saying like that whole looking and what then who the hell do they think they are and, and i was literally standing near her i could hear her talking and i was like darling let me make this very clear you are a university student i'm seasoned i'm a graduate and i work for mtv don't even fuck with me because me and you were on two very different levels and this is the type of shit that these type of things turn into and after that time i was like i'm not going clubbing anymore i can't do it anymore because i just felt like the whole scene is fucked up after that you you know where you'll find me you'll find me on bishop's gate at sushi samba enjoying a cocktail enjoying a bottle of wine you'll find me at a bar you find me in Duckmore. you'll find me wherever enjoying my adult life you'll find me in mayfair casino sitting down at a table minding my business because the the whole scene has changed so much from what i knew it to be it's just not people aren't humble anymore it's so much like fucking um it's for show. Yeah, Do you but know what I mean? Is that these girls that were staring, I don't care, they all like shit anyway. I feel like they were staring at me and my girls because we look good and we were dancing. Definitely. Definitely. We were it's dancing. always hating. I remember it's some girls that stopped me and told me, she's like, oh my God, your makeup is it's done so well. And I remember the other girl, was the girls were looking, but they didn't say anything. They were just side-eyeing. I was like, you can all side, you can all stay there with your oily faces because I can't be dealing with you. <laughs> and I remember because, um, the auntie in the toilet she was like yeah anytime she comes here her makeup is always done very well mm-hmm. i was like yeah, everything's just everything's just done well but the girls just looking like they were just looking like they they, they weren't giving compliments they're just side dying no but my thing is that they're probably little girls in comparison to you so instead of them to look and be like oh you guys are older you Sweaty. you got it like that's how it used to be when i used to brave when i was younger i would look up to the older girls and be like oh wow look at they came through with the best shoes and the best clothes and whatnot. And obviously, being young, you don't have that kind of budget. No, I think it's because they're probably out every weekend. So the one, the, the once in a while when we go out and we just go out to shut it down real quick and go back into hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. Like, but these girls are probably out every weekend, mm. hair there and everywhere. They can't afford to... My thing is that back in the days when we were out every weekend, here, there, and everywhere, it's we were true. paying £100 for Topshop shoes. We were paying a good... It's £80 for Topshop dresses. We were paying good, 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 people, good money. There was no misguided. Yeah, and, there was no misguided. We were, there was no cheap shoes and no thingy to make you look good. Trust me, if you were going out, yeah, and you had to look good, you were not spending any less than £100 on a dress and shoes. You and have, more the time, you more than that. You, you didn't even have options. options. You don't even have cheap options. You lot can buy... You lot can go out there and spend £40 if you're lucky in the sell even less than on that a on dress. a dress a throwaway dress and shoes and go out there press your fucking um lace front and whatnot and look good we didn't have that option you know that it was money that we were spending you know we Get worked much done. harder than a lot of these motherfuckers i'm telling you now you lot do you think we had aliexpress no some of us were still having to buy hair before we even got onto aliexpress we were still having Remember to buy goddess. hair Remember remy goddess, goddess 60 70 pound a packet and you're having to go to the salon to have your hair done and perch your hair. No, we're buying GSGs for £100. We didn't we're have guys to deets that for us. We were calling taxis, man. There you go. 
There was no Uber. You think, what? there was Uber to pay £20 to get from your house all the way into central London. No, no, no. We were literally paying big boy £50 to go there and come back. No, 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 no. Trust me. People don't know how easy they have it now. Any don't shubs, even try it. Shubs.com. There was no Shubs.com. We, we found out about an event. Shubs was... Out. If you, do you know what it is? You find out about an event from the event that yeah, you're at you already. Yeah, you get all the flyers. Because you, you get the flyers and you know next. what's going to be next. And then Facebook as well, because Facebook was there. Oh, yeah, they had Facebook. So you get invited like, to the event. Invited yeah. to the event. You'll hear about the event. You'll go to the event. And that's what it is. That's all we had. So when people... And we're not even talking that. We're not, we're not old, you know. We're literally still in our 20s. Like, we're in our late 20s. This was not that long ago. So when people... These little kids don't even know what the fuck is really good. And people used to have <laughs> oh, I fun. Can't. I remember cameos back in the day. Thank Everyone you. was dancing. This whole this whole new table culture because I remember cameos back in the day the club didn't really have tables tables like no, that. No, they didn't. Everyone was just dancing. This whole new and you could that, that's what I like you could actually sit down in a club exactly. back in the day. Yeah, this whole table culture is just ridiculous. I went to a club recently against my better judgment, and do you know what they said? First of all, if you're not on a table, you can't buy a bottle of wine. Even just a bottle of wine, you cannot buy. And then they also said that um the tables were like some ridiculous amount of money no one and what what made it even worse if you're not on a table you can't sit down there was no seats for anybody other than the people that were in vip on tables. In America. basically so stop. you're forced to do it because like, i remember in miami the whole club is tables there mm-hmm. must be a little walkway like this with no table people mm-hmm. like it's just if you don't have a table you're not going to have a good time mm-hmm. like you need to have a table to be able to go out but because you, you can't even sit down half the time these tables are overpriced somewhere and they're sharp you don't know where your table's gonna be yeah i remember my friend's birthday her table was in some corner and i was like no this is dead like the dance was over there no that's fucked and up. obviously they want to stay at their precious table you know i did i just I, I, of course I just went to the middle that night and just danced and left them and i remember seeing some guy and i just chilled with her and her friends See, that's even is, better. I don't want to be stuck at that table all night in the corner. You couldn't see anything. No one could see you. All of this. No, that is so effed up. I'm sorry. Everything about that is effed up. Even those tables um, where we went last night, the tables are at the back. It was just, that, that, you know, that whole club setup was just so awkward. I feel like it's a, maybe because black events, they just always have to hold them in revs now. I don't know. Like maybe they're not just getting the go ahead for other venues. <laughs> but I feel like the black events, even though it's different promoters, different events, it's either in revs, sway bar, or proud, and that's where all the, and that's it. My friend's a promoter, and he actually told me that that's that's basically what has gone on now because of like violence and stuff like that and prejudice mm-hmm. as well. They when they see black promoters, they're like who because they always go and do like uh, they scout their venues. They're um they're it's very difficult for them to get certain kinds of venues. Mm. You see the white promoters, they can get any venue they want to. They can even get fucking Shoreditch House if they wanted to. But for the black ones, it's just like it's very difficult because they see it as unless you're they look at your track record as well. Mm. So they see that if you're a black promoter that does white events that primarily have white following, then you're more likely to book an event, put book a venue. But if you're someone who does black events, you're kind of pushed into one corner and it's the same thing i remember there was um remember that fashion show whatever fashion event i can't remember what it was and it was it actually looked really good it looked really good it was about maybe two three years ago now and i remember they held it at troxy and i was just like and even with davido davido gets like i don't know why i said it like that Davido, Davido, whatever you say, watching the Breakfast Club. Yeah, (laughs) Davido, he gets um, 
he mainly books venues like Troxy and stuff like that, the lower end. Meanwhile, and even Olamide does as well. Meanwhile, these are like big prominent stars, but because it's the O2. crowd that they get. The Whereas Kid gets the O2 in North Greenwich. And the reason why is oh, that, because that of the crowds that they, 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 they pull in. But even when like Davido being at um, Wireless was a big deal, even though he fucked up for himself by not being on time. I don't know why Africans think that you, you can do all of that. You can't do that. Be on time. Like, be like, Wizkid has literally put the blueprint out there for you guys. Follow him. So, anyway, you know, it's stuff like that. And I think um, they get shafted. Because even that event, like, even when I, when people are just like, oh, I'm going to the Davido concert and it's at Troxy, I'm just like. He's got the OT for January. I, I I'm see glad he's out. got the OT. I'm glad because he needs to upgrade. You can't be going to Troxy. Troxy is like some rundown old nasty that's shit what, that's why they do Black all that people, the Miss Nigeria UK there you go it's, it's so fucking nasty all them other made up award shows all them other made up award shows <laughs> the BS whatever the fuck let me not say that anyway um, yeah all these made up kind of events and black people are happy to support and go to these type of venues you shouldn't be they're shafting you these venues are atrocious they're cheap they're in cheap areas they don't promote any kind of class Nah, man, just allow it. Leave it alone. Me, pers- I remember one of my friends, and I love my friend so much. She had an event um, to launch her magazine. Her magazine is called Valor Magazine. So if you're Christian, make sure you go. She has an app. She's been running it for a few years. She even had, um, I've forgotten her name, Yvonne, Yvonne from um, Insecure. Yeah, Yvonne Orgy. She had her as a cover star. Have you watched like her on The Breakfast Club? I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it. And um, She's sick. My friend, like, she's, I love her because she's a young African who has certain standards for herself. And I remember she had her launch party and she had it in um, Hackney Wick. And it was a mm-hmm. really cool venue and everything was just so cool. And I just loved it so much. I want to promote more Africans that have higher standards for themselves. Stop allowing yourselves to be shafted off. She could have easily gone to a cheap venue and had it in a community hall. No, no, no. She did it in the best place. She had amazing catering. She had amazing bakery and they, they had like cupcakes and everything. It's so that. good. Venues are not expensive because I remember I was looking for a venue for our away day mm-hmm. and I used this thing called Venue Finder and you can get nice like buildings in the city for things like five, six hundred pounds. Yeah, there for, you go. For the, yeah. the evening, especially on a Saturday, it's cheaper because the one that I was looking at was People don't so usually do those kind of events because on it was on a it was on a Thursday, yeah, yeah. before Thursday. Yeah. But you can expensive. use something like ETC venues and you can get a yeah. whole venue, like you can get like guild halls yeah. and things on a Saturday. But you've got to have the class pounds. about you. You've got to have the class about you. And when people don't have class, they're happy to take whatever. And for me, I surround myself with young Africans, young Africans in the diaspora who have that class about them and they don't want to be this is why I've stopped going to any old rave and this that this no, I don't do that anymore because my thing is that I want to have a certain class about me and I want to have a certain standard for myself and the people who I have around me. And, f- and honestly, it just feeds into all of us eventually building ourselves up to go back to the continent. And that's what I see. Like, there's a girl called V Chanda. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you follow her. She's a makeup artist. She's a makeup artist. Yeah. And she's Zambian. She's been in Zambia for the past, I think, six months or so. And the, the class that she brings, she goes to, like, my favourite venue latitude if you ever go to zambia make sure you go to latitude and she does her um she does makeup master classes there and she's teamed up with like the people who have high standards and just 
associating herself with the, the, the creme de la creme. And this is what it is like. Let's show people that we have a high standard. Don't sit around there parking your amazing cars and, and whatnot and, and being influential outside Troxy when you can go to a better venue and be a better representation of who you are. Think better and do better for yourselves. Like, come on, we have it in us. We have that class about us. Let's... I can't, I'm done. It's it's mad because um, even like the old... like Obviously, because my dad's part of a Sunday (laughs) Sunday meeting group. Mm -hmm. When they have their Africana party, they always have it in the Hotel Mayfair. There you go. They always went out of ballroom and these are like the old school people. Like, I'm just thinking, us younger generation, we should be Look at your dad's birthday. Yeah, that was in the Hilton in Canary Wharf. It was at the Hilton in Canary Wharf. Like, and this is the old generation. I saw it in big... big, I was like fucking crying. My mum, who doesn't even use the internet properly, knows how to go and source a Hilton in Canary Wharf and negotiate. The food, the venue, the the ambiance, everything was so aunties on their perches there you go <laughs> with their gelays and their wigs <laughs> with mama really gathering people because someone dropped makeup on her on her top <laughs> but yeah that it's like having <laughs> having standards for yourself is so important and for me i come from a family where my mum has always just been like I, I i don't care how judgy it sounds my mum would be like if your wedding reception is in a fucking gym hall, my mum would never have in a, a community center in a in the children's community hall. My, my mum is just like, n- oh, my mum nah, would never, nah. Like we have high standards in my family. If you see where my sister had her wedding, my sister had a wedding at a place. I'm gonna show Re the pictures. It is so. It's the most beautiful venue. And even my friend, who's a, one of the top um, decor companies in Lusaka. That's her favorite venue as well that she uses. And if you see the amazing kind of like display that they put on, like, come on, let's just, let's have high standards for ourselves. We're, like, let's not allow ourselves to fall into this pitfall of having low standards for ourselves. I know we just digressed deeply, digress. but I think it was, it, it, it was important for us to do that. Though. Yeah. You it know, definitely, it definitely, definitely ties into it. It does. It really does. Like, let's just please have high standards for ourselves. Stop it allowing really us to go back to do that. in the day where you couldn't Thank get into you. certain venues if you weren't patterned up. Like there nah, you go. They were like, nah, ladies, you need to be in heels. Like, you need to be in heels, Men gents, looking neat. Like, come on, man, come on. Like, I, I come from the old school. I don't come from the old school, but my parents do, and I've really gotten that. Like, my dad is a kind of man that he would never ever would sit down without. He wakes up and he he would wake up and he would literally be wearing a suit. For, like he'll be sitting in the house, he'll be in a cardigan and a shirt and nice starched trousers. He's an old spice. That event we went to for someone's twenty sixth birthday, remember in two thousand and fifteen? Mm-hmm. It was in that that night that someone went home to get the ID. That night was mm-hmm. sick. Everyone was just some people were bogged out. Everyone was but, <laughs> but everyone, remember we were everyone upstairs looking good. down. The guys yeah. had tuxes on. And we tried to find that event I'm for so long. You. That event just never came back. It never came back remember, because you, no one wants to promote that. You were hunting that event I'm down. Right. You like, I want to go back there. I want to go back there. I thought I did at one point and I didn't. And this is what it is like. You see that? I like to see my black people in a nice place looking good, smelling good, and all of that good stuff. Like... Like, I don't know. I don't know what that more I can so say. It, it was, was so classy. All the girls were on point. So Everyone good. was on point. And people were dancing, having a good time. Oh, we had a Literally. good time that night. Oh, we had I such a good time. I remember we going to the toilet. Yeah, such a good time. I remember you had to drag me from the dance floor to go to the toilet. Yeah, I, I was like, ah, there was just so <laughs> many guys. There was so many black excellence. I can't even 
can't even fucking stop smiling. No, because I needed the fucking toilet. We want to wait until now. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. There was so many decent black men in one room. Bow ties, bow ties, nice white crisp shirts. Come on, like, let's do that. Like, honestly, for me, I've always set the the bar very high when it comes to the men that I date. A guy had a my dad had like. My dad was like the epitome of like a gentleman. My dad played golf. He was part of the boat club. He was part of all these different, he smoked cigars. Like my dad was like the quintessential man when you talk about a gentleman. So when I see all these hoodlums and whatnot out there, you think I can ever settle for that? This is the other thing. You, You think, you need to understand, not every female comes from a home where she does not know her father. Some of us have fathers and we know. My dad and his handkerchief and his walking stick. That Literally, he, he thank does you. Need. The walking Hanky. stick. Hanky. He's, he's got his black walking stick with a lion's head on it that he does not no, need. No, you mad. see that. You, you mad. see that. Are you mad. You see that. Real men. Real men. Even my best friend's dad. Like, he was such a real man. Even when she talks about, I never met him. He died about two years before I, me and her actually met. And I remember when she talks about him, we, me and her can relate so much because... Her dad and my dad were so similar. Like, just real men. I think that generation's just gone. And it hurts. I, I don't even want to cry on this pod, but it that hurts me. That generation is just gone. Because it's like, what what's going to be left for the rest of us? Side note, I was watching something, and I don't want the Caribbean people to come for me, but I was watching something about the first settlers in the UK, the Windrush settlers, and my thing is that they, they were, were so well-spoken for people yeah, who had never been to the UK. And now, why are we now breeding children who... I remember far what, from that what, what was I talking this, I met this guy and he said that he lives in in Essex and I was like that's a bit far and he was like Quay and I was like what's Quay what does Quay mean thank you and what does like, that it, actually mean it means mean? far and I was like I genuinely didn't know what Quay meant <sighs> he was like, I was like why didn't you just say far then yeah like what, what, what is Quay what is Quay I didn't want to talk to him after that yeah I, I don't blame you what is Quay I don't blame you it's just, it's gotten to a place now where it's like, let's just do better as people. Let's, as, let's actually, I, I don't let's get actually it. It's like, do better It's like people. my father's generation who, English Those men his, are gone. His first language. Those men are gone. When people hear my dad speak, he, hasn't, he, he speaks such good English and they're yeah. thinking, why are the black generation, why are we taking st- steps backwards? Yeah, exactly. That when that Windrush boat landed and I was watching their interviews and they just arrived, why were these people... Obviously, it was colonial rule and stuff, but why were these people they so spoke well spoken? Yeah. And now, today, they we're behaved now eloquently. using all this jargon, yeah. and I don't get it. And, and they're still there. And I like, hate jargon. I have, I hate I have Caribbean friends. Yeah, I can't stand it. I'll pretend I, I don't use know what it. it I, I use it every now and again, but to have a serious conversation with someone, I, I, when I use it. Car. No, I, Cause cause I, I don't know. I, I don't go that far. I, I hate that, that word. I do it out of jest. I don't do it in a serious way. Because why are you saying car? Yeah. How can you cut it down to that? A big grown adult saying car. Do you know what? Even Jamaicans are better than this. Sometimes I know Jamaicans are better. I have friends whose grandparents I have very close bonds with. I have one friend of mine. Her grandmother came here during the Windrush generation and she literally worked as a cleaner at the fire brigade for years and years. She bought her home and she has a a safe haven for all of her children. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's actually amazing that you have people that are still alive who are like that, but that generation is going to die off. We need to do better than this. We do as a collective. I'm not just attacking the Caribbeans. But anyway, moving into something else, because time is running out. So, I sent out... Oh, gosh. So, um, yeah, sorry, that was me. Um, I knocked my phone on the table. 
<laughs> so I want to talk about this whole Steph London toy debacle. It didn't really gain too much traction because the motherfucker that actually put it out there didn't get to gain that much traction. But we we see what you tried to do, sir. So um, I put a comment on I think it was UK Gossip or Shadeborough, one or the other, and I basically said that the gathering uh, pod again being talked about on the internet behind uh, our backs once again. No one wants to come and talk to us directly, but they do want to talk to us on um, on, on the internet. About us, on the internet. Us. So anyway, let me tell you what actually happened. So Steph London did a really good deed. She took toys from Smiths that she donated. I think Smiths gave them to her. She donated them to children in a Ghanaian school. Um, I saw the post and I thought, this is really nice. She's in Ghana. That's amazing. I love it. She's not even african but she's going out there she's doing relief work and i think it has to be commended no matter what she her heart was in the right place when she did it even though i don't fuck with her after those colorist tweets but at the same time i will never take away from someone that's trying to do good so um she did that and then um the next thing that i decided to comment on that same post was um that i said sis these kids don't need books they don't need toys they need books given that the the um, the teachers are selling the books for profit and la-di-da. And I said, I know it's not her fault. Her heart was in the right place. The gesture was a good gesture. But the people on the ground are the people that should have done better. I ended up being attacked by a bunch of people that don't know anything about anything. Someone even had the cheek and audacity to turn it into me trying to attack her because she's Caribbean had absolutely nothing to do with that. I would have said it if she was African. I would have even said it even if she was Ghanaian and she did that. And one thing that stood out to me was someone was just like, let the kids be kids. Let me tell you this. Even in the post, I made it very clear. Children in Africa are very resourceful. They know how to make toys. You know, when I was growing up and I'll go back home and we would play dodgeball. We, we didn't call it dodgeball, but it was actually dodgeball. You know how, how we'd make the football? We'd use plastics, mainly ShopRite bags. And the kids, the local kids, they would wrap, they would wrap all the plastic bags around each other until it was big enough and it turned into a football. That same football that we used to play dodgeball was a ball that we used to play dodgeball was the same ball that they used to play football. And even down to today, you still see kids do that. I have seen African children with my two eyes as an African child going back home and seeing this. They would take old wires wires that they would find lying around and wires that would be given to them and they would make toy cars out of those wires toy cars that were even more intricate than the toy cars that you see people buying for their kids in smiths and toys r us when it was still alive and all these other all these other shops so for me i saw it as somebody who's actually in the thick of what happens when it comes to african children and understanding and actually mm. being a part of the process and everything that actually happens pertaining to African children and understanding. I have, you think I don't have poor African children in my own family. You think that I would ever go out and buy toys for them as a, you know, the children that I buy toys for in my family are the children that come from the, my, my siblings homes who I know that they already have all the other toys and this, this and that. We buy them more toys and clothes and everything else. But for the children that we know in my family who are under, privileged we buy them clothes and we buy them school books because that's more important because even with my niece my nieces the school that they go to that when the when the books come out they're meant to be given to them for free they're not the teachers sell the books and because we're aware of this we buy them books so that they can read 
So for somebody to be so out of touch with what other people experience on the continent, it, it upsets me because it's like, you're attacking me because what ended up happening was somebody screenshotted it and posted it and said, you see the haters, they no matter what you do, they're trying to throw shit no, on no, you. No, no, he said he was going to call us out. So yeah, I, he said I call tweeted us out. him. He never did, when, by the when, way. when someone added us in the tweet, I said, I tweeted him saying, call us out then. No, no, call us out. He never did. It took him a lot of tweets before he replied. Call us out. But don't, don't be saying on Twitter, we need to be called out. We're here. Call us out. Exactly. And I remember one girl, first the girl agreed with them and then she, and then she said, actually, I've just done my research. What, what they said is true. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to accept it. He was like, what he they didn't. said is true. My thing is, is that sometimes people just tweet blindly. Yeah. This notion of let's, let someone, I think that's what hit me the most. Fuck him. What hit me the most was someone saying, let kids be kids. Do you realise that Letting children be children is them actually getting the knowledge. Was that the girl, girl that, that said, said that? Actually, yeah. She said, actually, this is why research is important. There I've you just go. done my research. And, and now then, you and know. Then, and she has a point. They don't need toys. And this is nothing to do with Steph. Absolutely nothing. African children do not need to toys. I'm not telling her how to spend she her got money. Them, she got them, she she got got them for free. free. She didn't even spend her money. There you go. My thing is, is that if it was a genuine Smith act... Smiths sell books, don't they? Don't they sell kids' books? If, yeah, but if it's a there genuine act of kindness, yeah, you're not adding the retailer in there. You're posting it, but there's some sort of promotion mm. going on there. And that's not genuine. It's not genuine. You're adding... And that's a whole other argument that I Smith. definitely agree with, yeah. You added, why are you adding Smiths for? So that they can feel fulfilled in themselves that we've done something those african children do not need toys fuck this whole notion of let kids be kids do you know that a lot of do you know there's african children out there that are raising their younger siblings and they are fucking children they're raising their younger siblings because why their parents have died from this disease that disease aids and whatever else these things are actually happening in real life so when people at so for someone like me who's so in touch with the continent and I know what's actually going on on the fucking ground. Let me even tell you a story. I remember there was a time, yeah, my cousin's wife, she's a nutritionist. She works at a, cl- a government clinic. There was a, an albino woman and her 11-year-old daughter that came to the clinic. They had walked miles and miles and miles to get to that clinic. The mother, the albino mother was suffering from cancer. They were both ravaged because of their journey that like they were literally in the worst shape they could possibly be in on top of the mother suffering from skin cancer. Mm-mm. I remember seeing a picture and I wish I could show it to you guys, but I can't, but I remember seeing a picture of my sister-in-law standing next to the little girl. Cause my sister-in-law has at the time she had three children. She's about to have her fourth. And she was like so heartbroken seeing this little girl and they took her, they fed her. They obviously, her mother was taken to the cancer unit. The little girl was looked after. They did her hair. They, they cleaned her up so well. And the before and after picture is literally the most heartbreaking thing to see. And it's like, they, none of them could take care of them long-term. They could just do what they had to do at that time. You, you really think that an 11 year old child who's not in school caring for her albino mother the father is nowhere to be found he's probably gone off and died of AIDS somewhere you think that she needs toys you actually think that children like that need toys and what the guy the guy had the audacity to be like so when was the last time you went mm. back <laughs> he, that's why I was like I went all the way off he, he was saying I went off something like you've probably never been back <laughs> You've got the wrong one. Like completely You've got the wrong one. You have got the wrong people. Literally. I remember like 
two years ago when I was home and I organized a march against GBV. And I was so glad that I did that because a video came out of a woman, a mother of two, being beaten to a pulp and sexually assaulted by a group of men because her because her and her boyfriend got into a fight. What? And I I'll show you, I'll show you. I think I've I've sent it oh, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah I've sent it to you. Thing. And I remember like having to I saw this and I was like, no, I have I me personally, I have to do something because we're all just talking here. What I did was I, I went on the Facebook group that was already there. I um I said whoever wants to be part of the group put your numbers. I had about 200 people put their numbers in the space of like 30 minutes. I, I physically put them all into the same WhatsApp group. And I said, what the fuck are we going to do about this? We organized a march. Me and my sister, the next day, me and my, my sister had to take a day off work. We went to, like, I don't think you know what it's like trying to get a marching permit from African people who don't even give a fuck about GBV. We went to the police station. First, we were sent to the civic center. We went to the civic center. We spoke to someone. And I remember speaking to the woman and she was just like, normally you don't get the permit, you don't get the the letter from us this quickly, but because I believe in what you're doing, I'm going to sign it for you. She signed it for us. We literally spent two hours at the civic centre. We got to the police station just in time for us to put the paper in. We had to go upstairs, speak to somebody. He made us sit there for about an hour, sent us to the other office, speak to somebody. He made us sit there for about 30 minutes. And then he said, then they denied it. Cause at first it was denied. And then I was like, no, we have to go above somebody else. We have to march for this. And then they basically took, told us to go to the one guy took mercy on me, my sister. They said, go downstairs. I'm going to take you downstairs to the, to the traffic, um, to the traffic warden. He took us downstairs. When I tell you that meeting a traffic warden was like a fucking, needle in a haystack (laughs) you never get to meet someone that high up and he was like look at these girls they're trying to do the right thing no i would be a bad person if if i did not sign this permit and he's like guess what on top of it i'm gonna give you two officers that you're gonna go with Mm -hmm. i was like are you actually crazy he actually did that for us right there we didn't have to pay any corruption fee he did that for us and the next day we assembled we were meant we were expecting about 100 people do you know how many people came Six people came. Oh, yeah, because people don't give a fuck. Six people came, and then um, we marched. And I remember during the march, there was two men in a minibus that were driving like through, and the police stopped them from driving through. And then they ended up going anyway. And they they turned around and they looked at us, and they had this fury in their face because they knew what we were marching about. Because a lot of our slogans, we had like signs and were like cage violent men. Um, GBV has to end, blah blah blah. Funny thing is that a lot of the white people that we saw that drove past were like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black ones were the ones that didn't say nothing or they were against us. These men looked at us like they wanted to kill us. They pointed at me, they actually pointed at me, and they were like, They were do they were so aggressive with the way they pointed. Do you know what I did? I broke away from the whole like everyone that was marching because at this point the media were there and they were like filming it i broke away from everybody and i literally took my sign and i was screaming at these men at the top of my lungs because i was like you know what this is this is what it is you even have any level of man they'll think that they're they're more 
they're higher than you. It doesn't matter. And this is what it is. People need to understand this is the shit that actually goes on in Africa. So when you have these people coming on talking about this, that, this, that, this, that, you're sitting there behind your fucking phone screen not understanding the reality of what is actually going on in Africa. And that shit pisses me off to the highest level. So next time you want to try and say, well, when's the last time you put your money to your mouth? Do you know what I said to this guy? I was like, why don't you send us clothes and mm-hmm. we'll, I will take, I was like, I will actually pay. I would have paid 50 pounds, you know. Actually, it's more than 50, it's $250 um, for another bag. I would have paid that to take another bag of clothes, seeing as you think that you're giving. Oh, no, no, I give on my own. I don't need to. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. My thing is, if you say you want to call us out, call us out. With, mm. Call us out. But he never did because he, no, he has no premise to call us out on anything at all, ever. I'm sick and I'm tired. I'm sick and I'm tired of this fake, this fake social media shit that goes on where people think that they know everybody behind every handle and this, that, this. You don't know who you're talking to. You don't you know. Don't fucking clue, mate. If I just, like, half of these people don't even realise. If I just start breaking down the shit that goes on, half of you lot wouldn't even want to hear it. You act like you don't care because it doesn't affect you. So shut the fuck up. That shit pisses me off, man. I'm not dealing with that. And people just jump on things. Like, I just saw Literally. certain people just jumping on the tweet. Yeah. And I was thinking, look at you idiots who are in my DMs on Fool. Instagram. Fucking idiots. I even have to, I had to drag his little ass as well. I even had to, short self. I used to gather a few of them as well. <laughs> listen, my thing is about listen, you, you just feel stupid. My there thing you is go. That you don't want to keep coming for the gathering pod, yeah? But the thing is, half of, a couple of you clout hmm. losers... One, one count loser that gathered us, yeah, I actually met him at an event and I remember he was 26 and I remember um, him was like, oh, just give me a chance. Fuck off. Hmm. You want to come on Twitter and do you big boy? I remember when I saw him tweeting about he's never going to pay for a date, but you're begging to take me out. There you go. I can't stand the internet. I can't stand any of them. It's all fake, Talking about man. topic. All of you lot will just jump on the popular topic you know nothing about. about. Do you know how many people that I saw trying to drag us? People that I'm like, we're going next month. I'm like, we're going next month. He couldn't that take puddy. it. That Puddy. What's his name? It. Puddy SR, whatever the fuck his name is. I remember he jumped in and said, like, people are just miserable, la di da. And I added him. I was like, you know what? For the most part, I usually agree with you. But mm-hmm. I just, I even ended up deleting it because I was like, you know what? I'm, I just, I literally just, I think I blocked him or silenced him. No, I blocked him or silenced him before he could even do that because I was actually disappointed that people wouldn't actually try and engage and see why people say the things they say but that's the internet for you no one ever gives a that's fuck. what i'm saying and that's why i have to say that we don't we've got our friends we've got our careers we, we've mm-hmm. got our money off of this pod mm. you lot yeah and there's even some people who claim to be like oh i'm just an individualist too and you know i don't believe in police internet. but the minute the clout wave comes you're trying to jump on that wave the very back of the wave yeah bunch of degenerate losers. exactly and that's it right there i can't be bothered it's all fucked up anyway I, th- I think we've come to an end we have come to an end we've come to an end guys and i think the next time you might hear from us we might just be in another climate we might just be in another climate who knows but we'll let you guys know we'll let you know oh gosh yeah we're done is this a recording yeah let's sign out what did the win of the week? Shit. <laughs> you normally stop it. That's okay. You normally stop it. I know, I know. But I, I forgot. Okay, so we're going to do win of the week and end of the week. So I have end of the week. I'll start with my end of the week. <sighs> the end of the week is going to be... I really thought we were signing out. Um, the end of the week is going to go to... 
Shit. I said it earlier. What the fuck is my L of the week? I'm that police officer. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my L of the week is going to go to the police officer that killed Botham Jean. Botham Shem Jean from St. Lucia. Um, he had um, come to the UK, UK, US, as a student. He studied and he was now working as um, an accountant, I believe. And he was murdered by a an off-duty white female police officer that came into his home and she believed it was her apartment. She was startled by him being in his own apartment and decided that she was going to pull the trigger and shoot him. So, um, yeah, she gets the L of the week. And not only just her, even the police department that are dealing with it get the L of the week. So about a few days after everything had happened, after they buried him, it came out that he had a small amount of marijuana in his jean um, bottoms, his jean pocket, basically. And they tried to basically try and demonize him. And you know what? The reason why she gets it out of the week even more is that one thing I've noticed about this whole bottom jean thing is that he was such a pure and lovely individual. He was only 26 years old. And I think a lot of um, even the white people are pissed. And I know I always say that don't worry about what the fucking white people think. Fuck them. But the good white people are actually coming out and they're talking. The ALT, right? They're quiet. They have nothing to say on the topic. But the good white people are actually out here and they're, 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 they're talking and they're, they're, they're siding with everybody else because you can't just go around here killing who you want to kill. And for the judge, the judge also gets the L for signing that the search warrant where the, I think they had about four different warrants and they said the, the search warrant of his apartment, she signed, he or she signed off to say that that can be public record. Why would you allow that to be public record? Only if you have a corrupt police department who are trying to cover up what they've done and try and demonize the victim for a small amount of weed. But what you need to be doing is that because he's the one that was actually shot in his own apartment doing absolutely nothing to anybody, you need to, what we want to see is a toxicology report from the police officer that's what we want that's what uh, that's what we want to see have your l finally l. i think the american um, ju- judicial system everything about the police and ju- it's a mess i was watching mm-hmm. i was actually binging on the field some old video of the girl who we love the advice show sanitary products and she went mm. to court mm-hmm. the judge was almost in tears the judge couldn't pissed. believe it the judge could not believe that this yeah. girl was on her period she'd been held for something so minor she's only meant to spend 24 hours not um, only was she not given sanitary towels, she was actually... She, yeah, she came she pantless. Came the pant- judge, the judge she was, was wearing no trousers, The judge nothing. in the court was speechless. Livid. The judge was trying to tell the girl to just sue, but yeah. she couldn't say sue them, but she yeah. was basically saying, you know what you got to do. And like, you know the police department actually came for the judge for that. Huh? They came for the judge after that. Did they? Yeah, they did. They did. That a girl was bleeding for three yeah. days. Yeah, and she came to court with no trousers, but the police, depa- the police department came for her because they they're, they're all a gang. They're all a gang. The police department are a gang. End? So I don't know what happened the last I checked. Yeah, do some more research. I don't know if it's gone further yet. That is disgusting. To be on your period for three days, nah, that's awful. And have no trousers. Just be bleeding and, you know. The way that's why. about it as well. He's like, you know, the woman, they need to, their hygiene, you know. <laughs> you know, he's they, so cringy. He's like, you know, they, they need to oh, keep I love them, Phil. like, it's an uncomfortable time for me. Yeah. You know, they want to keep themselves clean and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that going on down there. And I was just like, oh, good God. Yeah, America's a mess. America's hell on earth for a black person. The fact that that happened, I don't even know how they do it. Honest to God, I don't know how they do it because I can't, I couldn't do it. It's too much. It's too much. 
Hey, moving on to said win of said week. You know, I just had yeah, my win in my head. And let's end on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give my win to get, get. Mm. I was actually watching his BBC interview and stuff like that, and if Getz is having this conversation with his daughter and things like that, then all of you people who say colorism don't, don't exist, all of you rappers that are saying it's not there, it's there. If, if Getz can see it, I'm yeah. sure the rest of you can see it as well. And it was just so touching because yeah. I feel like Getz looks at his daughter and he, he probably sees what's going on. And he's, he yeah. knows that his daughter is going to have to deal with this. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he gets the win of the week because yeah. it's a conversation that needs to be it had. Needs to be had yeah. If it needs to be put in your face like this, where there aren't a lot of black dolls, there are black dolls now, but they're they're, they're not really black dolls. They're just a white doll with a black yeah. skin. They're mm-hmm. not actually black dolls. Yeah. And his daughter's gonna have to go through it. His daughter's gonna have to live this. And um, like that. And going back to that tweet where the girl said, um, they will get dark-skinned children Mm -hmm. this is the product of having a dark-skinned child Mm -hmm. is making Mm -hmm. you open your eyes Mm -hmm. for the people that were and going off on their stupid platform yeah to say nonsense yeah not understanding look at look at look at he has taken having a dark-skinned child to to understand understand the journey that she's gonna have to go on so fuck all of you like who are chatting from the side of your it's true yeah and And you know what i know i know i remember my friend was friends with a girl that was dating gets i think she was mixed praising you're praising whatever but you disagreed with the gathering and obviously your, he's come out of that headspace. Suck your forefathers because you're disagreeing <laughs> with the gathering, but you want to agree with Getz. That's what they always do. Yeah, that's what they always do. When it comes out from somebody who they care about, who they care to hear from mm-hmm. more, that's when they'll talk. The gathering said it first, anyway. Exactly. Just so you all know, <sighs> the gathering said it first. Mm-hmm. You, wanted dis- you wanted to disagree with us and make something go viral off of nothing. Exactly, motherfuckers. But these times now that gets to said it for though. himself, they'll still support Kalechi though, and they love them some Kalechi. Okay, but now that gets to said it for himself, we want our written apology. Yeah. There you go. Having a dark skin child has made him see things differently. Gosh, just like we keep, said it you would. You keep beating those gums, sis. And you lot are praising Getz. You keep talking, though, sis. You lot are praising Getz, but Getz had a dark-skinned child. Now exactly. he's the world. What are you praising yeah. him for? What are you praising him for, then? Because Drag by, him. Your, by your logic, Drag by him. what you said, by your logic... No, no, no. You know what? I'm getting mad, and we're going to sign off on I'm that We're going to sign off. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Shout out to my workplace for supplying the wine. Shout out. Yeah, big shout out to them. It's not been that great, but thank you. I didn't have to pay thank for you. it. Thank you. At least we know how to pay for it. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye.